For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the Jewish view of the Godhead. This is part four of the series. So Metatron is seen as being the first begotten of God. In Romans chapter 8 verse 29, Yeshua is described by Paul as being the firstborn of God. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, speaking of Yeshua, that he is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature. And this is the description that the Jewish sources say of Metatron, who they also say is the son of God, who is also associated with Yahweh. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2 and verse 6. Has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. His son, by whom he made the world. And again, when he brings in in the first begotten into the world, referring to Yeshua, he said, let all the angels of God worship him. We see how Yeshua is described as being the begotten of God. John chapter 1 verse 18. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, has declared him. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We see how Yeshua is called the begotten of God. Acts chapter 13, verse 33. God has fulfilled the same unto us, their children, and that he has raised up Yeshua again, as it is written in Psalm 2, you are my son, this day have I begotten you. First John chapter 4, verse 9. And this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might have life through him. In the book, Plurality in the Godhead or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, he explains from Jewish sources from the book of creation, page 15, Versa, the Mantua edition, that Metatron is the teacher of Moses. We Jews believe that Moses was instructed in all divine knowledge by no other than the keeper of Israel. The teacher of our master Moses was Metatron. Well, Yeshua is described to us as being the teacher of Moses. He 
gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. In Matthew, in chapter 1, verse 21, it is written, And she, referring to Mary, shall bring forth a son, and you will call his name in Hebrew, Yeshua, which means salvation. For he shall save his people from their sins. And then in Luke, in chapter 2 and verse 11, it is written, For unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So by understanding and seeing that Yeshua saves his people from their sins, that Yeshua is our Savior, now we look at James chapter 4, verse 12, where the first part of the verse says, there is one lawgiver who is able to save. The one that is able to save is the lawgiver and it was the one who gave the Torah at Mount Sinai is the teacher of Moses who in the Jewish sources is called Metatron. In the book, Plurality in the Godhead or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, he explains in the Targum Jonathan Ben Uziel, he wrote the Jerusalem paraphrase in which in Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 17, it is rendered, this day you have made the word of Yahweh to be king over you, to be your God. And the word of Yahweh shall rule over you, having a right in his own name hereto over a people beloved as his peculiar people, as he has spoken unto you that you should keep all his commandments. So in the Jewish sources, it says that you're supposed to keep all the commandments of the word of Yahweh. In John chapter 14, verse 15, Yeshua, the word of God said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14, verse 21. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved to my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. 1 John chapter 2 verses 2 and 3. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Metatron is seen in the Jewish sources as being the shepherd of Israel. In the book Plurality in the Godhead or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi published in 1863 making a reference to the Zohar, volume 3, page 281, Amsterdam edition, quoting and making a reference to Psalm chapter 2, verse 12. God said, Faithful shepherd, verily you are my son, kiss the son. So the son that's being referred to in Psalm 2.12 is also regarded as being the faithful shepherd of Israel. In John chapter 10 verse 11, Yeshua said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Hebrews in chapter 13 verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Yeshua, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. In John chapter 10 verse 7, Yeshua said he's the door of the sheep. Then said Yeshua unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. In the book, Priority in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, making a reference to the Zohar, volume 2, to Exodus, page 51, Amsterdam edition, there's an explanation 
that it is seen in the Jewish sources that there is a heavenly Jerusalem. Come and see, thus says Rabbi Simeon, the Holy One, blessed be he, has prepared for himself a holy temple above in the heavens, a holy city, a city in the heavens, and it is called Jerusalem, the holy city, or the heavenly Jerusalem. And it is seen then from the Sanchino Zohar to Exodus section 2, page 143a, that Metatron is the one that is over the heavenly tabernacle. And it came to pass that the tabernacle was reared up, the reference being to the other tabernacle, to that which was above, namely the tabernacle of the young man, that is Metatron, referring to the heavenly tabernacle. In the Sanchino Zohar to Exodus section 2, page 164a, Metatron is seen as being the watchman of Israel. The tabernacle which Moses constructed had Joshua for its wakeful and constant guard, for he alone guarded it whom is called the young man, namely Joshua, of whom it says, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tent. Exodus chapter 33, verse 11. The temple, however, was guarded by the Holy One himself, as it is written, except the Lord guard the city, the watchman wakes but in vain. And who is the watchman? It is the young man, Metatron. Yeshua, in the New Testament, is referred to as being our high priest. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1 it is written Wherefore holy brethren partakers of the heavenly calling consider the apostle and high priest of our profession Messiah Yeshua. Then in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed in the heavens Yeshua the son of God let us hold fast our profession. Yeshua being a high priest he is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 10. Called of God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 20. Whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Yeshua made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 21. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swear and will not repent. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Yeshua then is described as being a high priest or a Melchizedek priest of the heavenly tabernacle or the heavenly sanctuary. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 1. Now the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such a high priest who was set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22. But you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. In the book, Pour Out in the Godhead or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, making a reference to the Zohar, Volume 2, to Exodus, page 51, Amsterdam edition, from Exodus chapter 14, verse 19. The angel of God, or the messenger of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And Metatron is the angel of God, or the messenger of God. Continuing in the explanation, Come and see, thus says Rabbi Simeon, the Holy One, blessed be he, has prepared for himself 
a holy temple above in the heavens, a holy city, a city in the heavens, and called it Jerusalem, the holy city. Every petition sent to the king must be through Metatron. Therefore, Metatron is seen as being the only mediator between Ein Sof, or the God of Israel, and man. In the book, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, he explains, Metatron is the mediator of all that comes from heaven down to the earth, or from the earth up to heaven. Whoever will speak to me, says God, shall not be able to do so till he has made it known to Metatron. Now, we have in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, there is one God in one mediator between God and men, the man, Messiah Yeshua. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. But now has he obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15. And for this cause, he, Yeshua, is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 24. Into Yeshua, the mediator of the new covenant, into the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Yeshua is our advocate unto the heavenly father. First John chapter 2 verse 1. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Yeshua Messiah, the righteous. Yeshua makes intercession for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 34. Who is he that condemns? It is Messiah that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 22 and verse 25. By so much was Yeshua made a surety of a better testament, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him seeing he ever lives to make intercession for them. In the Sanchino Zohar to Exodus section 2 page 8a it is explained that the abode of Messiah is paradise. The Messiah whose abode is in paradise. Yeshua sits on the throne of his father. Matthew chapter 25 verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 8 it is written, but under the sun he says, thy throne O God is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. In the Sanchino Zohar to Numbers or Bamidbar section 3 page 185b and 186a it is explained that Metatron pronounces judgment in the heavenly court. Rabbi Hia spoke on the verse, and he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. Similarly, Joshua, the high priest, was taken up for trial to that heavenly academy when he departed this world. He was standing before the angel or the messenger of the Lord. This is the youth, that is Metatron, the head of the academy, who pronounces judgment or sentence on all. We are told in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 that there is 
is a heavenly court. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Messiah, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, Yeshua is described as being the judge of the quick and the dead. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Yeshua Messiah, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. In the book, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One, by Rabbi Zavi Nasi, published in 1863, making a reference to the Zohar, page 114, column 1, Amsterdam edition, Rabbi Baha'i taught me, God said to Moses, come up unto the Lord. This is Metatron. He is called by this name Metatron because in this name are implied two significations, which indicates his character, and he is Lord and Messenger. Metatron has power and might over all things. He's Lord. From the signification of his name, we learn that he is Lord over all, which is below, because all the hosts of heaven and all things upon the earth are put under his power and might. Now, it is explained regarding Yeshua in Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 that he is the prince of the kings of the earth. And from Yeshua Messiah, who is the faithful witness in the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23 we're told that Yeshua is the head of the kehilat, the congregation. For the husband is the head of the wife even as Messiah is the head of the congregation and he is the savior of the body. Metatron is the king of Israel. From the book, Plurality in the Godhead, or How Can Three Be One, by Rabbi Zavinasi, published in 1863, making a reference to the Zohar, volume 3, page 281, Amsterdam edition. He writes or explains, Kiss the Son, from Psalm chapter 2, verse 12. All of you arise and kiss him and receive him as your Lord and King. So Metatron is seen as being the King of Israel. Well, Yeshua is the King of Israel, John chapter 1. One verse 49, Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Yeshua is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Revelation chapter 17 verse 14, these shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is Lord of lords and king of kings and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Now Revelation chapter 19 verse 16, and he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So in this teaching, we shared with you on the subject of the Jewish view of the Godhead. And in doing so, we saw that the Jewish sources see the God of Israel before creation, that he doesn't have definition. So the term in Hebrew that describes him being limitless, infinite, without definition is Ain sof without definition and ain sof in hebrew has a numerical value of 207 so we take the letters of ain sof each letter has a numerical value it comes out to 207 and 207 is also the numerical value of the hebrew word or which means light so there's an equivalence in the hebrew through the gematria of ain sof with light 
And the God of Israel is described as being, he is light. And so then, how does Ain Sof, the one without definition, who is eternal light, how does he reveal himself in his creation to a finite world? So the explanation is the eternal light, in effect, goes through a prism and there's emanations and reflections of that light, manifestations of that light emanations of that light once it goes through this prism. And the emanations of Ein Sos light going through this prism the Jewish sources refer to this as sephirot, and they see that there are 10 sephirot. And so this sephirot makes up the characteristics of Ain Sof, and so the sephirot then becomes a description of the Godhead. Now, this Godhead has characteristics that are associated with father, mother, and son. And so these 10 sephirot when we take their attributes and align them up with the attributes of father, mother, and son, the son is seen as being the middle pillar of the Godhead. And the middle pillar of the Godhead is called the son of God. And another term for the middle pillar of the Godhead or the son of God in the Jewish sources is Metatron. And Metatron is seen as being Yahweh himself. So Metatron has has different responsibilities, has different manifestations. Metatron has different characteristics. And so when we compare what is said in the Jewish sources about the Godhead, about the Son of God, about Metatron and the characteristics of Metatron in his roles, we see that the New Testament gives the same description of Yeshua. The New Testament gives the same description of God the Father in the context of Ain Sof. So we can see that the Jewish sources connect and associate with the New Testament writers and how they explained the Father and how they explained Yeshua and even as Yeshua gave testimony of himself. So in this we can see that it is completely consistent with the historical explanation of Ein Sof in the Godhead from ancient Jewish sources that the Son of God is Yahweh. And we can see, therefore, that it is consistent what Paul wrote regarding Yeshua, that in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So looking at the Godhead from a Jewish perspective, we can see how Yeshua is the Messiah, how Yeshua is associated Associated with the description that the Jewish sources give of Metatron, that Yeshua is Yahweh, Yeshua is the Son of God. And so, therefore, when we look at the Shema, Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, it's describing a unity of the Godhead. So, in coming to the conclusion that Yeshua is Yahweh, it's consistent with the ancient Jewish understanding of the Godhead and their description of it. Well, that's going to conclude part four of the series on the subject, The Jewish View of the Godhead. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.
Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.